Welcome to the I'm Done Apologizing podcast, where we're building a community of women who advocate and empower. I'm Michelle, and I'm so glad you're joining me. This week, we're going to be talking about resiliency, or resilience, or being resilient. And I couldn't come up with the right phrase or the right word that I wanted to use. So um, whatever the program title says is what I came up with um, post-recording of this podcast. But as I do my morning yoga and meditation when I feel inspired to do so, I have consistently been listening to a meditation practice on building resilience. And um, it inspired me to want to do a podcast. And I've been struggling with what I wanted to say for a while. So I finally had a chance to sit down and wrap my head around what I want to share. And so I hope you'll join me as we talk about being resilient or resiliency or resilience. I was reading an article from the American Psychological Association, and they had a quote in the article that really resonated with me. It said, quote, becoming more resilient not only helps you get through difficult circumstances, it also empowers you to grow and improve your life along the way. So I've been struggling through what I want to share around resilience um, for a little while now. I mean, we've had tons of opportunities for resilience, right? Or to, to see resiliency or um, be resilient. So a year and a half of a pandemic, a global pandemic, has certainly offered opportunities with the world shutting down, as I affectionately say it. Um, or work and or school from home, or, um, you know, trying to figure out one of my new favorite uh, mom tasks is the guessing game of is it a cold or is it COVID, right? So if you're a, a mom, I mean, not even a mom, right? But if you are in that season of is it a cold or is it COVID, then, you know, those are some things that are challenging and something that we have to struggle through. You know, and then, of course, unemployment, right? This pandemic forced a lot more unemployment as businesses realized they needed some budget cuts. And I would even say on the opposite end, as an employer and a hiring manager, the resiliency needed to find needed to be found when um, trying to hire and have so many vacancies. That is a whole other conversation, my friends. But, you know, I think that the pandemic is a good example to use as we think about resiliency. But we've had a lot of opportunities through our life to be resilient or to show resiliency. And so um, I, I served on a regional association committee uh, last year, right as sort of the, really as the pandemic was um, starting really in America. And it was on resiliency and um, had an opportunity to work with some amazing professionals from across the region and also across the country. And I think it opened my eyes differently to resiliency and allowed me to reflect on moments in my life where I have shown uh, resiliency or moments of being resilient 
in my life. You know, I always lean into a couple of specific, very tangible ones. One being when I was unemployed for six months and uh, it was because of an HR issue with a hiring process uh, for a position. So I had accepted a position. It had been rescinded. Um, for those not familiar with higher ed and residence life, I was going from a live on position to a live off position. So in essence, we were homeless. Um, luckily, we were taken in by the in-laws and we're grateful for that opportunity. But that was uh, a moment in time or a period of time where um, I didn't realize it then, but in looking on it now, uh, I really had to show some resiliency in that time of my life. I also think about when I had my first child and my uh, my labor experience was um, <laughs> was one that I would not wish upon any pregnant woman giving birth. So it, you know, just showing the resiliency, and the strength. And my dad always talks about um, how tough his kids are. There's five of us. And, you know, that comes from somewhere. We learned that from somewhere. But really, as I think about it, like that is resiliency that we have all learned through our life because of life circumstances. And we were taught how to navigate through those tough circumstances. So, so resiliency for me, like really has become this, like, you can do this moment. And, um, I mean, I'm excited to like, I was excited to learn a little bit more and read a little bit more and reflect and think more about what this all kinds of kind of means. So, um, you know, I, I shared a couple of life altering, if you will, moments where I, uh, where I had to lean into resiliency or being resilient, but really it can be everyday occurrences as well, right? Like those traumatic occurrences certainly, um, are, are moments in time, but they can really be those everyday occurrences. So, you know, this is going to sound silly, but truly, uh, much like I would say other parts of the country, our school system that my oldest daughter is part of, they have a bus driver shortage. And so they uh, have some days when they don't have bus service. And we had to figure out an alternate plan for getting her to school and picking her up from school. And, you know, there we could have been like this, oh, woe is me. I guess she's just not going to go to school today. Who really wants that? Um, You know, who wants to hang out with her all day? Not me. But I love my kid. Don't hear me say I don't love my kid. But, you know, we had to figure out an alternate plan. And it was just a matter of like, okay, here's our obstacle. How are we going to tackle it? And I think that we do that as humans more times than we realize. I have a friend who just recently bought a house and it is showing so many uh, unseen or unknown obstacles for them that, you know, it's starting to weigh her down a little bit. And I can see the resiliency that she is showing and, okay, we'll tackle it this way. Okay. This is the next thing we need to do. Right. And like, though it is exhausting and mentally, probably emotionally taxing, her resiliency is getting her through this situation. And I know that once 
uh, the house is in a place where it should be, um, that she will be able to step back, take a look and say, wow, I was really resilient in these situations. Um, you know, I think that as I think about the definition of resilience, so adapting well in the face of adversity, right? That doesn't mean that it's like uh, my my late grandmother who was diagnosed with breast cancer 20 years ago um, and you know, the way the story goes, I wasn't in the, the doctor's office when this happened, but the way the story goes was that they diagnosed, diagnosed her and she looked at the doctor and said, okay, what's next? How do we, how do we fix this? Right. Fix is not the right word. You don't fix breast cancer, but you know, her approach was okay. So what do we do? And, um, for me, that has always been sort of this motivating factor on resiliency and her being my inspiration and my shiro, if I'm being totally honest, um, about how she approached it. Now, not everybody's going to have that immediate response to, okay, so what do we do? It's okay to take a moment and say, pardon the language, oh shit, what am I going to do? Right? Like, there are going to be moments where you aren't going to be resilient right away. You are going to need to mourn potentially a loss or a loss of an idea or a loss of um, a dream, right? Even. And so making sure that you are allowing yourself that time is going to be really important. But also, if you are someone who struggles with that time for mourning or that time for processing, give yourself a time frame for that, right? Like, okay, I'm going to allow myself to feel this way or be in this space for the next three days or till the weekend or till the first of the month. You know, just what is that time frame that is reasonable and give yourself that time frame. Communicate that with your people, whoever your people on your hype squad, your partner, your life coach, your counselor, whatever person is going to help you remain accountable. Those are the people you should communicate that with. And then, then it's time to start building a plan. What am I going to do to make my situation different? How am I going to change my situation? And really, um, you know, how do I bounce back from this? So one of the things that I read in that article from the American Psychological Association was talking about how, um, you know, this adversity is learning how to bounce back and, and providing an opportunity for personal growth. I think about my traumatic experiences and where I've had an opportunity to grow as a human being. And I have really, um, when I reflect on it, or I take a moment to reflect on it, I really like who I've become. Let me back up for a second. I love who I have become as a result of some really traumatic experiences. And I love how I've navigated those situations with my people around me, my humans around me. Um, when I think about that job situation that I shared earlier, 
um, I leaned into my professional network. My professional network is the region I'm in right now. I leaned into those folks. I will never forget a text message I sent to a friend and it was moving day and we were moving, but not to where everybody thought we were moving to. And he wished me a happy moving. And I said, thanks. I don't have a job to move to and explained it via text message. He shared it with a friend, um, uh, someone who's a mutual friend who he was sitting next to and, um, and her response was to text me <laughs> as well. And I will never forget that time in that moving truck. Those are my people, right? Like people that I'm not afraid to reach out to, ask for help, those sorts of things. So um, there are several uh, things that I want to share, some tips, some tools, right? Some like focus areas on connection and wellness and healthy thinking and um, meaning and purpose and how we move through resiliency. but. I'm going to make that a part two because I want to make sure that I'm honest to my um, length of podcasts. So join me again for part two of resiliency. And we're going to talk about some focus areas on connections, wellness, healthy thinking, meanings and purposes. And then we're going to talk about a little bit more about that relationship building. I'm excited to dive into that a little bit more. Uh, so if you are excited about or interested in learning more about resiliency, how to be a more resilient human being and approach life a little bit differently maybe than you're currently approaching it, come back, join me for part two next week and actually in two weeks. And then um, we're going we're gonna to talk more about it. So all right. Thanks, everyone. I appreciate you continuing to listen and Please join me in this week's affirmations. I'm done apologizing for being resilient. I'm done apologizing for taking time for myself to reflect on my life. Go out there. Have a great day. Be the badass that I know you are. We'll talk to you again soon. Thank you for coming along on this journey with me. If you enjoy this topic and know other women who will benefit from this conversation, please pass this along to them. I would also be most appreciative if you hit the subscribe button on your Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't forget to join me on Instagram at, at done.apologizing. Thank you for listening, and remember, you are fabulous. You are a badass. You got this, and I'm here for you.